0: OMC Hive's The Buzz podcast is designed to bring you closer to the brilliant people, thinking and events within the Omnicom network. In this episode, I speak with Paolo Yuvianco, one of Omnicom's most important technology leaders across the network, about the new definition of integration. We discuss what integration means, what our clients are asking for, and the way it affects all our capabilities across Omnicom from media to creative. Hello, everyone. Welcome to OMC Hive's The Buzz podcast. I'm Ro Kalinaros.
1: Hi, I'm Paolo Yuvienko, one of the technology leaders across Omnicom Group.
0: Thanks for joining us, Paolo.
1: Of course, happy to.
0: And as Paolo just said, he is a leader here at Omnicom. He is instrumental in the way we work and innovate at Omnicom. He's built things and done things in ways that no one has ever done before. And we will get to that. But first... Tell us how you got here. I want to dig into that a little bit.
1: Sure. So I actually spent the first almost 10 years of my career in software development, working basically in research and development for places like AT&T Labs, when there was a lab at AT (laughs) AT&T, working for several startups in the telecommunications space, building software platforms. This was back in the 90s. I then uh, joined an interactive uh, kind of agency uh, here in New York City called Icon Nicholson which was part of a group called LBI. And Icon Nicholson there, you know, we were just building kind of, this was the early days, well, I guess the, the, the middle ages of, of interactive where we were building kind of websites, building interactive kiosks and things of that nature. Uh, eventually rebranded everything, all of our agencies, as, as I said, I was with a company called Icon Nicholson, but we eventually rebranded everything across the, the world to just LBI. And subsequently, LBI was acquired by the Publicis Group. So I spent a few years at the Publicis Group leading what was then known as Digitas LBI, it was the first digital, I guess, acquisition of the Publicis Group, really kind of leading uh, the technology organization for one of, if not the largest digital agencies in the world. Then back in 2017, I started having conversations with Omnicom, specifically Jonathan Nelson, to join Omnicom, really to help solve really a single problem, right? Back then, you know, we looked at the world in a very different way with respect to media and CRM. You know, we saw, at least I saw the convergence of those two mediums really coming together you know, the scale of media, of paid media, and the data that's utilized in paid media, and then the precision of CRM, and ultimately the the known customers in CRM. And bringing those two together really achieves what we call today is mass personalization. I joined Omnicom really to help drive that convergence.
0: And was it a difficult sell? Was it difficult to convince people of these changes you were seeing?
1: (laughs) Yes and no. I think, I think it, It wasn't difficult in the sense that everyone recognized that the consumer landscape has changed quite significantly in the last 10 years, that digital has changed the expectations of consumers. It's actually several factors, not just digital, but the proliferation of data, of technology, of mobility, of cloud computing really brought this idea of mass personalization to reality. So convincing people, especially marketers who are so close to the consumer, to understand that concept was pretty easy operationalizing it is a totally different, (laughs) different story, right? Because it does require the integration of many different disciplines, the understanding, the deep understanding of consumer behaviors in a way that wasn't necessarily being used in the past and ultimately being able to sequence experiences across the customer journey in a way that was just theoretical.
0: And I'm happy that you brought up integration because that is what we're here to talk about today. So, before we continue down this path, can you tell us a little more about integration? This continued path of our industry seems to be integration. You sit at the center of all this activity at Omnicom. So, from your perspective, what does integration actually mean?
1: (laughs) Yeah, so there are many different levels of integration. And, you know, having the technology background that I come from, Traditionally, I'd looked at integration more from a systems integration perspective, right? How do you actually integrate components of a a technology architecture? How do you create the appropriate APIs so that systems can talk to one another, so that data can be shared, so that systems actually are driving a a value add to, to an organization? What became very clear is that it's not just about the technology or the data. It's really about the people and integrating the people the biggest asset in our industry really is the people it's the talent so being able to integrate that talent in a way that is going to drive outcomes better outcomes for our clients is probably the most important thing that we do so you know if you think about it there's systems integration or platform integration there's data integration to get a more holistic view of consumers There's people integration or capabilities integration so that we can actually appropriately orchestrate all those capabilities to then drive those outcomes. I think those are kind of the areas of integration, if you will, that I primarily focus on. And then, of course, there's the integration with our clients, which is probably the the thing that is um, oftentimes overlooked in the sense that having spent many years not in this industry and being able to take a little bit of an outside look at this. What I noticed quite a bit is that our industry traditionally has modeled itself after the client, right? Which is great because, you know, it helps in the partnership. It helps in easy integration with clients to be able to work with them on a daily basis. But what it doesn't do is drive innovation. And I think as a technologist, one thing I'm always looking for is to help facilitate that innovation that is needed in order to differentiate brands from one another. Being able to drive different kind of engagement models, creating different models that our clients can adopt and not just fit into, I think is an important thing that we need to continue to look at.
0: There's a lot to unpack there, but I want to zero in on clients first. What are our clients actually asking for when they ask for innovation, when they ask for integration? What are they asking for and what are we giving them? (laughs)
1: Well, I can tell you this, that certainly over the last five to seven years, I think every client is asking for transformation in one way, shape or form, right? Whether it be digital transformation, whether it be business transformation, I think all companies, all brands are looking to transform to really become more customer centric, right? Because in this age of the empowered consumer, if you will, the consumers are, are dictating a bit more of how to engage with them. you know. And then you couple that with things like the privacy laws that are coming into play and all the data regulations that are coming into play across the globe, the consumer has more power than it ever has. So I think what our clients are asking for is to help them navigate that that world, that new world where the consumer has a lot more control over what's going on, what they see, when they see it, why they see it. And I think it's up to us as marketers to help our clients navigate that ecosystem through data and technology, but then obviously also through creativity.
0: So we're navigating their ecosystem and then their consumers ecosystem, but then we have our own ecosystem as Omnicom, as this collective of 160 some odd agencies. So how does that all come into play? How do we integrate ourselves
1: Well, we do it in a variety of ways. And I think one of the great things about Omnicom in comparison to many of our competitors is that we haven't necessarily collapsed or combined all of our brands. We haven't tried to create a single entity to address our clients' problems. I think what we do is we bring together deep expertise across very unique propositions that actually facilitate not just innovation but creativity
0: and dialing in on creativity when we're talking about all this it's really easy to see how it applies to the data the technology the crm the precision the media side of things how does this apply to creative how is this brought to life in terms of our creative people
1: i think there's a new definition of creativity today right i think if you go by the old definitions of creativity you'll probably get lost in the shuffle and ultimately get left behind. I think what we're doing uh, and what we've done is help our creative agencies redefine what it means to be creative. And and that is ultimately, again, within the realm of the consumer today. Creativity is, yes, it's about evoking emotion, right? It's pulling at the heartstrings, if you will, but it's doing it in a way, in a place, to a medium, that the consumer lives in today, which again is primarily digital. Using the data and technology to actually drive some of those creative tactics and those ideas, those big ideas, I think is almost table stakes today.
0: Yeah, it's making those creative ideas go faster and further and tying them even more directly to transaction.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Do you have any client examples of this? I know you can't give away all the secret sauce, but is there anything you can share? (laughs)
1: Well, many of our clients, especially our large global clients, if you think Apple, if you think Nissan, if you think about some of the recent wins with Mercedes, I mean, all of those, those accounts, really, data and technology sits at the center of everything that we do, which is what, it, what that really means. I mean, data and technology is thrown around a lot, but what that really means is a better understanding of consumers and what they want, when they want it, and what will ultimately drive them or persuade them to deliver on the outcomes that our clients are setting, I think that that is, it's pervasive across all of those accounts, which is why things like Omni sit at the center of all those major accounts.
0: Do you have a best in class example of how Omni works at a high level?
1: Again, I'll go back to Nissan. I think Nissan has been quite successful in operationalizing Omni in 60 or 70 plus markets, I believe at this point, where we're getting a true understanding of what the consumers are in those specific markets, what they want, who they are, where we can get them. It's, it's actually what has come, I think it's called the Precision Academy. I think that's what they call it within Nissan, where we're not only helping to drive precision marketing across all those markets, ultimately to drive transactions for Nissan, but we're enabling Nissan folks to understand how to do marketing better, how to do it faster and how to be more effective. In their spend.
0: You talked about the Precision Marketing Academy and kind of learning these new skills. As a marketer, what are some small things I can do to just become a more integrated marketer and to kind of step up to this future that we're creating?
1: Well, I think it's it it starts with data. Data is is really the, the currency of brands today. And for the most part, at least these days, it's becoming more and more clear that first party data is the currency of brands. So helping them harness the power of their own data, enhancing that data with our own data sets that we bring to the table. I think that that is probably the best. That's where everyone starts. And then, of course, it's having the right technology ecosystem that can activate that data, get to the consumer when appropriate. And then the creativity comes into play when it's about what is it exactly we're messaging to them? What are we saying to them? And how do we
0: sequence that across the journey? Thank you. That's Super helpful. what do you see as the next frontier of integration
1: the next frontier of integration so one of the things I've been noticing certainly over during the pandemic is traditionally our our operating units our agencies they have their back office processes right not not finance and HR but you know project management you know the whole governance of how work gets done and how you get to the output of the work for our clients what I'm seeing more and more now is That has traditionally been contained within the agencies. That is becoming more of a front office capability and is becoming a shared environment with our clients where they are integrated into the processes that help us deliver the work. Before it used to be, we we get a brief, we then distill that brief into some work. That work then gets shuffled through the agency, through some sort of project management system or workflow system. And then it gets pushed back to the client for approvals. I think that is becoming a, a far more integrated process with our clients, as it should be, right? Because ultimately we're co creating content experiences for consumers. So they should be part of every step within the process of creating.
0: That's a new level of closeness of the client. How are you balancing the being too close for comfort with providing them value?
1: I'm not as, as maybe close to it as some. I can understand the discomfort that some parts of the organization might have with that, especially finance sometimes. But ultimately, I think to get to better products, to get the better outcomes and to get to it faster, it's the only way that it can happen.
0: And you work on some of the biggest innovations as digital was coming to the forefront. How are we bringing that kind of innovative spirit to Omnicom? How are we unlocking that through the way that we've integrated?
1: I think it's a, it's a variety of ways. I think we shouldn't underestimate the integration needed with partners like a Google or a Meta or an Adobe or in Salesforce. Being able to integrate with those teams to help innovate across their ecosystems. This is a super important part of what we do. For instance, the Google Ads Hub, right? That is something that we helped co-create with Google and now is a standard of uh, activating audiences inside the Google ecosystem. We've co-created many things with Meta. In fact, we help them with their whole Metaverse platform, uh, working with companies like Adobe and Salesforce and helping to co-create and develop new and interesting ways to activate their platforms to utilize their platforms. I think the integration of partners is a super important part of innovation. And then of course, it's actually bringing those clients into it, right? Because there are multiple parts to how you actually bring innovation to the table and bring innovation to the consumer. And the clients have to play a major role in that. So, you know, as I said earlier, integrating both from a quote unquote back office perspective, as well as a front office ideation creation perspective is super important.
0: I know it's not going to be the same for all clients. But are you finding that clients are ready for this future?
1: <laughs> I laugh because every client says that they are. Oh yeah, they say we-, we
0: want innovation. We want to do this big, bold, risky thing. And then the idea gets halved and then halved again until it's the same thing that they've been doing over and over.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that is uh, unfortunate. But what I am seeing more and more of is that the ambition is starting to, or I should say, the operations are starting to catch up to the ambitions. Now, it's not quite there yet. But lots of our clients, I mean, this has been happening for 10, 15 years, they have ambitions that far outweigh um, what they're capable of actually doing. I'm seeing that scale starting to even out a bit more, certainly during the pandemic, right? The pandemic has been somewhat of the great equalizer in the sense that it has accelerated the need for transformation within organizations, and it has given permission for many brands who had the ambition but did not have the operational fortitude, if you will, to, to do these things. Uh, I think it's given them permission to move ahead with those those
0: things. That's exciting. This is an exciting time to be in.
1: It is absolutely an exciting time to be in the industry that we're in. I have lots of faith in in our industry, and specifically Omnicom. In its ability to drive real change and transformation for our clients.
0: What's exciting you these days in the industry? It doesn't have to be directly related to integration or to Omnicom or anything, but what's piquing your interest? What do you want to dig deeper on and see come to life?
1: But there are many things. The things that I've been focusing on lately are, one is automation. I think automation changes the game for all industries, but very much so for our industry. It's like, how do we actually start automating some of these tasks to then deliver more intelligence on the decisioning layer for how we get to consumers and what we say to consumers? So automation is absolutely something that I've been focusing on from both a back office and front office perspective. Another area I think, which is going to be fairly obvious, and everyone seems to be talking about it, but you know, this whole idea around the metaverse and web three, I think there are certain facets of it that excite me. Some of it, frankly, just seems a little bit too buzzwordy. But I think this idea around decentralization, and specifically decentralization of identity, is super interesting for me, you know, we are in the business of identity, right? Of identifying individuals and being able to speak to them on behalf of our clients to drive those outcomes and orchestrating the experiences around that person. I think identity is such a major part of it. And of course, you know, with the deprecation of third-party cookies and with all the privacy regulations that are happening across the globe, I think decentralized identity has a very interesting role to play in the future of our industry.
0: Yeah, it's scary, but exciting. There's yeah, a lot of problems to tackle, but with problems come innovation. Yes, absolutely. I feel like your job is basically to make everybody smarter.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I always describe Omni in this way, but I, you know it actually applies to just everything. You know, Omni. I always say that it's meant to do two things. One is that it's meant to make the work of our people easier, and it's meant to make the output for our clients better. So if you think about it, on that, like that is. That is what I try to do all the time is how do I make the work easier for our people so that they can use their brain power towards other things? And then how do we make the output, the work, work harder for our clients?
0: That is a very attractive proposition. And I hope everybody is listening and everybody gets onto Omni now. (laughs) No, it does. It seems like this big, scary thing that you have to learn a new platform and deviate from what you've always done. But when you put it that way. Why wouldn't you use
1: it? Yeah, yeah. I I say that all the time. I'm not sure why everyone doesn't use it. Uh, But it is, you know, luckily it it has been adopted by many of our clients, certainly most of our media clients. But it does sit really at the center of most of our recent large global wins, for sure, because it differentiates us from our competitors.
0: And we hear about it often with those bigger clients, with those behemoths. But there are a lot of applications for our smaller clients as well.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And this is again, where integration comes into play, right? Because if you, you know, even you take something as simple as Q or Adzu, and being able to have our clients access those platforms, like, like a SaaS, like a two SaaS. I mean, this is another way to integrate clients into the work that we're actually doing for them.
0: And then I want to end on something fun. What's one thing that most people at Omnicom don't know about you? (laughs)
1: I don't There's a lot. I'm not really sure what to disclose. Well, I guess I mentioned it earlier. Uh, I spent the first probably eight or nine years of my career in a totally different industry. I was a telecommunications person. So as I said, I was doing software development and research at uh, telecom companies like AT&T. I had several startups in the late 90s and early 2000s all around telecommunications, whether it be, you know, developing, large-scale messaging platforms or it was delivering e-commerce over the smart set-top boxes and building software around that. So, you know, my career started in telecom. So I didn't know anything about marketing or advertising. Actually, if I speak to some of my old colleagues from back in the day and tell them that I'm in marketing and advertising, they kind of give me that weird look like, what, <laughs> what are you doing? But the secret is that this is actually where all the action is, right? Because yeah. the proliferation of data and technology has and, and really the customer centricity, this move towards customer centricity has made our industry one of the hottest industries out there, despite what you know, the gloom and doom that some people may have towards this industry. I really do think that when you're talking about consumers and, and driving customer behavior, this is where the action is.
0: Yeah, I think that's the perfect fun fact, because more and more our people that we're hiring are not coming from, you know, ad schools and traditional agency backgrounds. They're coming from all corners of different industries. I mean, even I came from publishing. So there are so many different applications. Our, our industry touches everything.
1: Yes, it, re- it really does. And I think, it, you know, that has been a revelation that I've had <laughs> over the years <laughs> that I've spent in this industry. <laughs>
0: It makes it more fun.
1: It really is. And the diversity, right? The diversity of this industry has been exceptional, not just from a people perspective, but just from a client perspective, being able to work with, you know, automotive, financial services, airlines, like all these different industries that you get to touch and help affect some of the business outcomes in those, in those companies. It's been very rewarding.
0: Yeah. And that's what makes being at a place like Omnicom so amazing because we have the breadth of those capabilities and those clients. Yes. Yes. Well, that was a good note to end on. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sharing with us and giving us a little bit of a look under the hood at what we've been working on for a long time at Omnicom and what we're working towards.
1: That's great. Thank you for your time and happy to do it again.
0: And thanks to all of you for tuning in. You can find this episode and more to come on OMC Hive or in the OMC Insider Newsletter every Friday.